It's time for our halftime report, brought to you by United Community Bank on 97.5 Glory FM. Our United Community Bank customers have spoken, and we like what we hear. We're beyond grateful that United gave us the opportunity to build our new home. They're more than a bank. They're a trusted partner. United clearly listens and understands my goals. Doing the little things. That's how we've built award-winning customer service and trust, one customer at a time. United Community Bank, where the little things make a big difference. Visit UCBI.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS, number 421841. Change can be bad or change can be good. Hello, this is Matt Nix with Duplicating Products, your local Canon, Savin, and HP dealer. In serving Northeast Georgia for more than 48 years, we've learned that while change is inevitable, it also brings opportunity. Just look at the bad changes of the pandemic that helped lead to improved technology and innovation. Let Duplicating Products help you find the opportunity in the changes that may affect your business. Give us a call at 770-532-9932 and see us online at duplicatingproducts.com. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Hey, it's Coach Mark Richt here. Everyone knows defense wins championships. And if you're not using EMC Security to defend your home and family, you need to step up your game. They're who I use for home security and cameras, and you should too. I've scouted them all, and there's no better choice. With EMC Security's no contract and local service, they are a clear number one. So give them a call or visit them at emcsecurity.com. That's emcsecurity.com. And we're back here at halftime at North Hall's Lincoln Trail Stadium at the Brickyard with the Trojans leading 7-0 at halftime. And joining me here, the athletic director of Chesapeake, probably the second happiest man to see how the War Eagles have played here in the first half. Good to see you, Brent. Hey, good to see you, Mike. All right, so this right here has been stunning but fun at the same time, hasn't it? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, it's been, been pretty emotional just driving down Mount Vernon Road today on the way here. So first time here in this kind of capacity, I was talking to Coach Cunningham about, now you see the other side of the rivalry, you used to do the same thing. So how is it for you in being Chesapeake now, seeing this rivalry? Well, <laughs> it's definitely a lot different. You know, uh, you spent so many years over here on this sideline, and, and you never knew what they – we always loved the opponents over there because of the short sideline. And just standing over there was yes. like, whoa, this is really short in a game. <laughs> so, Yeah. It's amazing to see just how important this ball game is to both teams. And we were talking about, okay, remember Coach Christmas always said, this is not a rivalry. Winning some ball games at Chesapeake. It's like, you see how this thing is just for everybody involved in this thing. Oh, no doubt. You know, um, and Coach Cunningham, you know, he's doing a great job trying to get things moving in the right direction. And regardless, you can see the energy um, from both sidelines when it comes to this game. What I love, what you're going through a journey right now, seeing what Coach Cunningham has faced, and you're facing it now, thinking everything at Chesapeake, and young women at the same time, those sports that want to play at Chesapeake. Oh, without a doubt. And, and you know, sometimes it's – and I don't know how things were done in the past, and, and I'm so excited to be a part of today in the future 
and just try to get people to have a mindset of, look, man, the status quo is never good. And so you always have to look to something greater today, tomorrow, the next day. And, and it's a journey. And so you can't just be happy being where you are. And you can see how being successful in sports can make you successful in life. Absolutely. Uh, you know, it's been fun. I'm standing out there and, and kids just come. And I say kids to sure. 30-some-year-old men uh, now just coming over and, and seeing you and hugging your neck and saying thank you for the lessons that they've learned in their life that they're able to apply. And, and I left with six minutes left to go, and I, I got here when the – you know, when when it was going off, the last 30 seconds, of uh-huh. course, it was a two-minute last. But because that many people that were adults now are grabbing me on the way over here. Hey, I got to tell you this. You, 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 got, you got to wait to our listeners. Besides being called son, being called dad, husband, being called coach, especially. Oh, man, it, it is. And uh, it, it just, you know, standing out here and just seeing the lives that have changed over, you know, I mean, for me, it was 30-some years as a coach, but just 20-some years here in this one facility uh, is amazing. And, and it's just an honor to have had that opportunity and, and to be a part of so many lives. Even though the team at Chessie's winless right now, you see the future. Go back to Bob Christian's first year here at North Hall. It was a struggle, winless, except for 9-11, forcing the Madison County game to play at the end of the year. Who knows what will happen that year? You go 1-9, then the next year, boom. With the reclassification next time around, it's going to be a lot of fun around this place. It is. And, I mean, you know, going back to that first year here, it was, uh, you know, a lot of people would have never expected it. I remember our first practice, you know, was out here, and at that time it was the game field with grass somewhat. Uh-huh. And all we did was line up in formations and get kids in stances, and they were like, Coach, this was the greatest practice we ever had. And I remember Bob and I looking at each other going, what? Are uh-huh. they talking about? Uh-huh. But twenty-some years later, uh, it, it's awesome uh, just to see the evolution of everything, just from coming in and building a foundation of hard work and dedication and doing things the right way. So, terrified about the other sports, we talked with Dave Bishop, the athletic director of Chester. You got other things going on there, the Home War Eagles? Wow, man! I mean, last night, whew, our, our Lady War Eagles won the region for the first time in the history of the school for volleyball. Yes. Uh, beat North Oconee, and that was I, – I was my brother called me, and I, I was like, dude, I can't answer. I'm at a volleyball game, and this is more intense than I ever imagined. Could, uh, could you basically be on the radio, volleyball? Oh, no. That's an no. exciting sport, isn't it? <laughs> it I'm going to tell you, you know, being a fo- football coach, you never got to see it. And uh-huh. now being an AD, I get to see it. And, and the skill level of those girls, are it's utterly amazing. Yes. And, and I'm going to tell you, if you can hear our voice, if you've never sat in a volleyball game, you need to go watch one from talented teams. It is it is utterly amazing what the girls can do. All right, changes at Chesapeake. Basketball's coming up. We start things off our first broadcast here on 97.5 Glory FM on November 14th. Looking forward to seeing what Sutton Shirley and your brand-new boys coach there will well, he's got to play for the boys this year. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm excited about our – I mean, I love where we're at in the fall, the growth that's taking place. Um, but I'm going to tell you, I'm excited about the winter. You know, our, our boys team, I think, is going to shock a lot of people. Hope Will Banks back as well as uh, Josh Bull and some other guys. Uh, we've, we've had a kid transfer in that is just he's, – he's going to be a difference maker. Uh, you, you know, the girls last year, we didn't lose many. And the ones we got back are very, very good, and they work hard. And Sutton does a great job. And then wrestling, 
you know, Coach Kerry Whitlow, you know, name from around here for many years. Uh, he's excited about the wrestling program. So I just think uh, you're going to see Chester T's athletics this year, especially in the winter, really grow. Hey, with basketball, I'm thinking about two words, Learland Tournament. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It, it's gonna, it, it is going to be a fun linear land because I think both of our teams have a great shot. And I go back to last spring with Joe and I following the girls' team as deep as they went, and you've got one of those talented basketball players anywhere on your team. Yeah, Riley Black is, is amazing. I mean, you take both Riley on the girls' team, Colton on the boys' team. Yes. Those, those are two tremendous athletes and basketball players. And, and great curious, kids. I'd be curious what happens with, with Colton, where he goes to the next level. He's going to go to the next level. Yeah. yeah. That's the big thing. Yep. It's where. Yeah, and, and what a tremendous baseball player on top of it. Oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, you know, people don't pay attention to that side. but uh, hey, You better pay attention when Griffin Olsen gets out well, there. Well, he and I were, were talking today at lunch, and, you know, his brother is in town. So his brother's actually, Reese is doing our throwing program in the office. Is he available tomorrow morning? Uh, that I don't know. I'm, I'm going to be on a plane at 4 o'clock in the morning. Oh, where so, you going? Uh, my daughter, my oldest daughter and son-in-law and grandson moved to Colorado. No way. In June or July, so my wife and I are going to take fall break and, and go out there and spend good about three you. days there. All right, tell about fall break because that uh, comes at a good time, doesn't it? Oh, it comes at a great time. <laughs> Except for the fact that uh, my wife told me to check my schedule two months ago. I did. I looked. I said, honey, there's nothing. And and then about three weeks ago, I went, uh-oh, there, there, there's volleyball playoffs. Super regionals, that kind of thing. And I, she's like, how come you didn't check? I said, I, I did. I, I'm a football coach. I'm not used to playoffs <laughs> in the second week of October. Uh-huh. Uh, so I'm learning a lot, and it's fun. It's fun to see me, my friend. We're going to get you a little yeah. bit. We'll, we'll get you a Long Street Cafe somewhere. Okay? I, I, will, I will do it. As long as it's not that weekend, I'm sleeping in like the last time you All asked you me. Do, you, you call me next time. How about that from that standpoint? <laughs> Absolutely. All right, friend. All hey. the best. Appreciate it, bro. Yes, sir. Good, All right. Good Dave Bishop, head coach, athlete, athletic director. Let's call that. He's a head coach of the entire program. Athletic director at Chesapeake T. High here at halftime. It's the Battle of Highway 60. North Hall 7, Chesapeake. Nothing. We're back in two minutes with your United Community Lake. Halftime Report here on 97.5 Glory FM. Our United Community Bank customers have spoken, and we like what we hear. We're beyond grateful that United gave us the opportunity to build our new home. They're more than a bank. They're a trusted partner. United clearly listens and understands my goals. Doing the little things. That's how we've built award-winning customer service and trust, one customer at a time. United Community Bank, where the little things make a big difference. Visit UCBI.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS, number 421841. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. Calling all eggheads, we have what you need. We sure do, David. Big Green Egg and all the egg accessories. 16 feet of Big Green Egg accessories. We're proud to be a gold-level dealer, so we're able to bring our eggheads plenty of selection and the newest products, including the new Pizza Wedge. Those are amazing, and you can turn your Big Green Egg into pizza-making masterpiece. Come by and see our huge array of Big Green Egg gear. Autry's Ace Hardware, Thompson Bridge Road in Gainesville. 
Here I am on the road again, ready to pick up the kids from school, go by the grocery store, and do all the things a busy mother does. It's because I just left North Hall Tire and Wheel, where they made sure I was ready to go. They put on a fresh set of tires, checked the brakes, and even the battery. I know I can trust Mike and Matt and the guys at North Hall Tire and Wheel. They have everything you need, all the name brand tires at the best prices, and the service you need. They're on Cleveland Highway in Gainesville, so give them a call at 770-297-5308. Now, more of the United Community Bank Halftime Report on 97.5 Glory FM. Back here at halftime, along with Joe Gailey, Ron Poole, Gary Glenn, Mike Wyatt with you here on 97.5 Glory FM. And Joe, maybe you heard some of that. you got to love talking with Dave Bishop, you know. I, I, ain't, I didn't get to hit. I was back there talking with Stephen McIntyre and, you know, I know that all the conversations that I've had with him and hearing the ones you've had with him are always very good. Well, go Dave, back go back to our website and listen to that at halftime. It's really inspirational. It Dave, really is. Dave is, a, Dave is a super person and, and a good, 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 just a good overall God-fearing man. And, Amen. You know, Stephen and I were talking about it, and, and I said the good thing is Dave can relate with both the, the youth and the and the adults. Yes. He does a super job with it. So, you know, I, I know the Chester's got to be very tickled to have him, that's for sure. A safe journey to him. He, he said he and his wife are heading to the airport in Atlanta, leaving at 4 o'clock in the morning, heading to Colorado to see his daughter and son-in-law. How so. about that? Well, I know Stephen, he and his wife are going down to St. Augustine for uh, fall break. Fall break. Yes. Yeah, and he said they took off Friday, Thursday and Friday, so they're going to be gone all week next week. So. Uh, you got halftime stats? I do have halftime stats. Thanks for the North Hall stat, guys. First down, 7-5. to five. North Hall will has 7, Chester T, 5. Rushes, North Hall 14 for 53, Chester T 22 for 54, North Hall 7 out of 9 passing 65 yards, and Chester T 1 out of 2 for 7 yards. Total of 118 yards for North Hall, 61 total yards for Chester T. The, um, when you go up here and look at it, Tanner Marsh has got 5 carries, 23 yards. Tate Ruth 6 for 28, Riles per year 1 for 11 Tanner Marsh, like I said, 7 for 9, 65. Leading receiver, Corbin Sosby, 1 for 32. That was that long pass there back in the first half, first yeah, first quarter that led to the touchdown. Then you got Kirby, 1 for 10. Browns per year, 4 for 20. Uh, for Chester T, leading the way rushing, Ben Plemons, 7 for 23. Kaysen Goss, 8 for 20. The rest of the guys, Isaiah Leopard, got 3 for 5. And then three guys with 2 yards each. Colton still one for two passing, and that went to Ben Plemons for seven yards. The score is seven to nothing, North Hall. And I tell you what, Chester T getting the ball coming out, they'd have been really big if they could have got some points on the board right there, a little bit more momentum. But you still got a momentum because that was a really good two two back to back drives they had uh, for the War Eagles. I think they've got to be excited. I think in the locker room at the same time, Coach Cunningham's guys put them back down to earth. Okay, guys, you got another half to play. You've got a chance. Well, you got a chance right here. You're in this game. It's seven to nothing, and you know the rain's still coming down. Good. I'm glad Gary, Gary was able to come up here with us because it's still coming down. And, you know, and, and it's like I was talking with, with Stephen there a while ago that if these kids, these two teams, especially Chester T, gets up. For these for this game every year, regardless of records and pass scores and everything, fellas, and as young as this Chester T team is, if they can keep it close or win this game tonight, oh my goodness! Even if you only win one game, it's a huge game that you win. That's for sure. Oh yeah, I mean that's 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 like winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, it was almost is right. You're exactly right. This is this is their season right here. If Mm -hmm. they go one in nine, this be their one win. They can put this up and say, hey, look at what we've done. Now next year. I mentioned next year, even with Coach uh, Bishop there, with Dave Bishop, now the athletic director. Look at next year, guy. What I've been told, 
off the record right now. I'll go ahead and share with this. This is the rumor from the standpoint of the Georgia High School Association and reclassification. Numbers have been put in uh, with the, all the enrollments and all the multipliers, that kind of thing. We could have a big region in this local area in AAA, okay, going down from Quad A to AAA. We'd have, look at North Hall, Chestity, West Hall, Cherokee Bluff, possibly Johnson, possibly East Hall, and then White County, Dawson County, and Lumpkin County. Wow. Go back to the old seven AAA days, okay? Exactly. Did you say North Hall in that too? Yes. All right. First so thing. That, yeah, that would be that would be like a that would honestly be a really good region yeah, because of travel the competition wise, and travel be, wise. Yeah, be a great you'd have a lot of a lot of fans coming in to watch those games. That's for sure. And with that one point about that, Ron made. I heard Bruce Miller, the head coach of uh, Lanier Christian, talking about playing a GIAA school. First time I've done that. First time somebody in Hall County they have played it in Lakeview Academy or the Lions leading here close to halftime, 14 nothing over the Lightning. But it's like, okay, he said, hey, we're having to travel three hours to get beat. I just soon play five minutes away from home and get beat from that standpoint. <laughs> and that's one thing about what's happening with GHSA reclassification, I think with the private schools also, hey, that's one of the biggest things when it comes to these young people and with the programs with the money is travel is one of the most important things we've got. And coming up next, we'll continue with our halftime report, get ready for the third quarter of second half. We'll have more scores and more right here on 97.5 Glory FM. You're tuned to the United Community Bank Halftime Report on 97.5 Glory FM. Our United Community Bank customers have spoken, and we like what we hear. We're beyond grateful that United gave us the opportunity to build our new home. They're more than a bank. They're a trusted partner. United clearly listens and understands my goals. Doing the little things. That's how we've built award-winning customer service and trust, one customer at a time. United Community Bank, where the little things make a big difference. Visit UCBI.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS, number 421841. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're represented to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. Thank you, North Hall. This is Chris Kinsey with Millie's Drapery and Decorating, and we would like to thank the North Hall community for their continued support. Since 1968, my family has provided the area with beautiful custom drapery, bedding, upholstery, blinds, shades, and more. If you would like some help with your interior design project, give us a call, and we'll schedule one of our talented designers to give you an in-home consultation and estimate for your project. Call us at 770-532-3819. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Ear Systems. Family owned and operated for over 35 years, we offer the best service in North Georgia for heating, air, and plumbing. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at ConditionedEarSystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. Now, back to the United Community Bank Halftime Report. And getting ready for the third quarter, second half here from Lincoln Trail Stadium at the Brickyard, along with our producer, Nathan Laddie, back in our studios on Cleveland Highway. Joe Gailey, Ron Poole, Gary Glenn, Mike Warford with you here from the home of the Trojans. 7-0 at halftime, and we got scores, Ron. 
Uh, we've got White County now 24-7 over West Hall. West Hall's not quite halftime. Uh, we got uh, uh, Wesleyan leading Dawson County 14-7 second quarter. Uh, you need to help Je- Joe. Jefferson, uh, Jefferson 21-7 on Flurry Branch uh, second quarter. Buford uh, 17-10 on Mill Creek at halftime. Uh, nothing on Ch- Cherokee Bluff and Walnut Grove, and nothing. Uh, with Johnson now 20 to nothing at halftime on uh, Towns County. And Joe, I saw Ron. Joe, Joe, you got anything you help Ron with, Larry? Well, I'm looking in, and, and mine's in and out. But uh, as far yeah, as locally, <laughs> um, Fellowship Christian over Athens. Uh, Academy 21-14, North Oconee, as we said, over East Forsyth 23-6. But East Forsyth has shut them down. <laughs> it was 23 to nothing. Um, going on down my list here. Commerce on top of Athens Christian at halftime, 27-0. That's a region game. Albert County on top of Raven County and Tiger, 14 to nothing. That's a first work. time I've ever played football, those two schools. And and it's the um, that amazing? Albert and Raven. Yeah, it is. And it's first region game for both teams uh-huh. this year. Yep. Um, going on down my list here. Well, it's region AA Division One, the higher mm-hmm. classification in Class A there for Raven and Albert. Providence Christian hosting Union and Union getting getting beat right now, 28 to 7. Woo! Uh, Fanning County on top of North Murray, Murray seven to nothing. Um, let's see here. That's really all of the, we said. Twenty-four-seven on the White County. Pickens County's trailing Gilmer fourteen to ten. Wesleyan on top of Dawson fourteen to seven. That's all I've got from score stream, Mike. We'll try to get uh, games on in Hammersham Central here in just a moment. We get ready for the kickoff. The second half again. The War Eagles get the football to start the second half here from North Hall. And now you've got some fans across the way on the other side of Highway 60 are flat out excited. You saw how emotional Dave Bishop was, and it's really something him coming back here to North Hall. He served here over 20 years. Yeah, and and, and uh, not a large contingent across the way for the uh, War Eagles, but uh, they got to be excited about what they're Well, seen. hopefully you're at home tuned in to our broadcast. We'll make this thing viral this evening. We would love to hear from you. You can send a... Email to us to mail at WGTJRadio.com. Go to our website, WGTJRadio.com, and click on the Listen Live link, and then let's hear it. All right, so you got 40 seconds before we come back. Referees are standing in the middle. They're in their extra time period right now as we look at it. And the uh, North Hall will kick off. You'll have Reyes kicking off to Chesterty to start the second half deep for the War Eagles as they come out. I'm trying to get you some scores here from another website. Uh, Denmark over south or south. Buford leaves Mill Creek 17-10. to 10. Uh, You had the Johnson-Towns County game score. Um, Flaherty Branch trails Jefferson 21-7. to 7. Uh, Cedar Shoals over Madison County 13-9. to 9. Ooh, Big one there. Um, Elbert County was mentioned that 14 to nothing. Um, Tell you something, Joseph. If Cedar Shows holds over that win, we're going to have like a five-way tie exactly. for it second would, place. It would, it, would exactly. be cra- it would be crazy That'd standing. Be a, yeah, it would. All right, here's the kickoff as Akeem Reyes ready to kick off for the Trojans back deep for the Spartans. Looks like you've got Charlie Bradshaw as the man deep is standing at the 10. Now, here's the kick. It's going to come down 
to another man at the 10. Looks like uh, Seguero. Seguero to the 15, the 20, the 25, the 30. Running over a green shirt down to the 35, 37-yard line. Number 15, it looked like Kaysen Goss caught that one at about the 8 and brings it back out to the 36 or 37-yard line, fellas. For the first down. You think they're not fired up? I believe they are right there. Gary, I know you moved over kind of the other window right there, but did you get the tackle on that one? Uh, I did not. Okay. It looks like it was a whole bunch of them. A whole bunch of green jerseys. It looked like a a scrum there at the end. (laughs) A little bit of air blowing, the wind, the rain still coming down, not as hard as it was during halftime. Chester T comes in. They've got one wide out. Goss and Plemons in the backfield. Man, oh, little flare-out throw right there. I think it's incomplete, though. Yeah, it's going to yeah, be incomplete. Right. Shovel pass. Yeah, it almost was. As Steele was rolling out to the far side trying to get to Plymouth and just kind of threw it out there, yeah. almost like a halfback uh, toss or something, and incomplete will be second and ten from the 37. Well, that's what he did is the shovel pass was a little too mm-hmm. far away from him for yep. that. Yeah. It almost looked like a bounce pass in basketball. <laughs> <laughs> if that was legal, he could probably could have done it. That's right, but unfortunately this is the wrong sport for that. Cameron Davidenko is out wide on this side. Goss and Plemons hands off to Plemons. Plemons trying to get a couple of yards. It looks like he might have got to the 40, and it will be second down or third down, excuse me, and seven. And one of the assistants for Chester T hollering at a couple of other guys, hey, we need you down here to talk about stuff. So they're going to look yeah. about doing some offensive well, swapping they, out there. Well, both well, they Goss sent a play in. Goss and Plemons are both underclassmen, so that bodes well for the Warriors. Well, a lot of these guys are underclassmen. You know, you yeah. Know, oh, yeah, a lot we, of we so- talked about that already. Colton's yeah. still a I sophomore. Th- I think he's only got four seniors. Mm-hmm. The misdirection handoff to Seguero. Seguero tries to cut it in at the 40 and got out to about the 40 40 shy of the first down. Yeah, but. It'll be fourth and four, but a nice little cut in there behind Carlson yeah. and Magala. Parker Carlton, one that got him down. Yeah, and the sophomore for the Trojans. Yeah, he, he made a good cut. He saw the hole open up, but Carlton, he closed it up quickly, and they're going to be shy of the first down by about uh, three yards. Nate Brazier to kick it, do the punting. Four guys started off the field for North Hall, and the defensive coordinator stuck his hand up and said, no, you get back out there. <laughs> Fourth down, about three and a half yards Nobody to go. deep. Yep. Nobody. Now the one man's going to back up a little bit. Down to about the, he's backing up at the 35 down there. Brazier's got it. Kick. Nice little kick for him. End over end. He's going to bounce off the receiver down there to Carter Free. Has to fall on it. Catch the tee. He's going to recover inside oh, the 15. What a break. Wow. It bounced off Carter Free. He had to go back and bounced off of him again. We've got a North Hall injury. The ball is going to be about the 16 yard line as Chester T has recovered. But Joe, just like last week, Trojans are beating themselves. Yep. Yeah, they are. With the turnovers, we had that one in the first half that almost cost them. And then now, that one you know, one of, these, one of these times when you give them the ball close, they're going to score. That, that, exactly right. The, the punt wound up being about 40 yards, but then it just skittered off of them. I, I think this rain is really taking the Trojans out of their game I plan. tend to agree with you, Gary. You can't yeah, ever tell well, about it's, it. It's we've affecting a, both teams. They're sliding, and we've got an injury timeout here. Looks like either Harris or Zeke. Yeah, Zeke, and that's number 18, Connor Free. I think he was the guy off. that was deep to, it, to receive yeah, he's the the one that kept backing up, and it bounced off of Connor back there. He's holding his left arm a little bit, favoring it, but coming off the, the field now with I think he fell on it funny on that artificial Might surface. And they, it's going to be first and ten inside the red zone again for the War Eagles, Ron, down at the 16. 
Well, you know, this artificial surface is kind of like carpet in the parking lot. There's a there's a pad up under it. Carpet in the parking lot. You guys, I'm going to start writing these down. Y'all come up with some good ones. <laughs> well, it, it is. I like it. I mean, you know, yeah, when, I agree with you. especially yeah. when, when this stuff wears out. You remember when that old rug that Tech had out there mm-hmm. at Grantville? Oh, my. That was like. That was like playing on your bathroom tile. Well, that was 285, or 85 and 75 come together, and they just put a carpet on us all That's they did. pretty on. much it. 9.52 in the quarter now. Chester T. has the football after the muff punt. I want no. to tell you, the War Eagles have had their chances. They, they need to it. start using some of these. First down at the 16 of North Hall. Two wideouts. And to the Trojans' credit, guys, they've prevented them from using those chances. Reigns and Bradshaw out on the near side. Ball's on the far hash mark. Shotgun this time by Colton. Still first time we've seen him. Fakes it. Throws it over to this side. Man catches it, but he's not going to get anything. He's not down at the 19-yard line. Number 13, Eli Reigns caught it for a screen and didn't get anything. He's back to the 18. Yeah, it was. Two yards. Yeah, I think Patterson was the guy that got him. It was. Trey Patterson right there was just – and that play took way too long to develop. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, he again, he threw a, a wobbly pass out there. Colton still gets the play. Well, when you, it's obvious who you're going to throw it to. It's taken too long to develop. Gives the defense plenty of time to adjust, and that's exactly what Patterson did. Threw him for a two-yard loss. Sending Glass out of the game. And they'll have one wide out out there. Bradshaw is one man. Eli Reigns is the other. Still looking to pass. He was in the shotgun. Throws it up over the top. In and out of the hands. Broken up nicely right there by number 14, Mason Carrick, the intended receiver. was number 20, Charlie Bradshaw. He had him beat by a step, but I tell you what, Carrick did a nice job sticking his paws up there. That was a pretty pass that time. Yeah, Carrick, that was great defense by Mm -hmm. Carrick. Really nice defense. Doing exactly what he did. He prevented himself from getting called for the pass interference and prevented the touchdown pass. And he, yeah, and again, he got a little too much air into that. If he gets a little flatter, I believe he catches it for a touchdown. And boy, wouldn't that, boy. that send shockwaves through the region. Two wideouts, Clemens in the backfield next to his quarterback. Puts a man in motion. Hands off to Segura. Segura trying to get around the guy. Not going to happen. They get back to the 15, and that was the original line of scrimmage. It'll be fourth down now and nine yards to go. Just see what the original line of scrimmage, which was the 11, the fourth and nine at the 10. Let's see what they do here. They're going to try to kick I it. I think, the, well, they look like they're going to try to go for it. They send Colton still back out there. He went over to Coach Cunningham for a moment, and he comes back out. Talks through his line, 831 in the quarter and running. Well, guys, you know, you had a field goal attempt blocked, and your defense has been playing pretty well. I think this may be the right thing to do. Two wide outs. One guy, Plemons, beside him on the road. Oh, ball, bad snap. He picks it up, and he's looking to throw it. Nothing's going to happen. North Hall's going to eat him up at the 23. And he had a receiver open. Oh, man. He just couldn't pull the trigger. Didn't see it. And that was a, a tough way to, to go right there because that snap was low. What? Bounced away from him for just a moment. And the two Zeeks, Harris and Ortiz, just leveled him. Well, they had a turnover in Nazareth. That's been three times tonight on, for either side. 8-13 now, left in the third quarter. North Hall will have it, first and 10 on their own, 23-yard line. Chester T, the players and the coaches over there kicking themselves on the sidelines going, when, when are we going to be able to use one of these breaks? Marsh takes it, hands off to Ruth in the backfield. Ruth stutter steps, comes across, good defense right there, knocked down for 26, about a three-yard gain, second down seven. Number 44 in on that stomp for the War Eagles. 
I don't 40, have a 44 on my roster. 40, Sazo Daliha. Oh, is that who that, that is? All name team we had from last year, Sazo Daliha. Oh, he's number six. Yeah, he's number six now. Well, he was number six, but that's oh, no. yeah. Daliha. That is 44 now. Uh, okay. That's what's on this new roster. I've okay, got, yeah. got you. All right. Back to pass on the far side. Perrier gets it. Gets out to about the 30 before being brought down. And brought down by several guys and got the little slow slow guys coming up. Guys coming up slow, I, I should say. It'll be third down now. Three yards to go. Balls at the 30. They got to get to the 33-7-21 in the quarter. Marsh comes over, gets the play. You'll have Brecken, excuse me, you'll have uh, Corbin Sosby will be the man wide on this side. Riles Perrier comes out with him, favoring that right ankle a little bit. Might have got rolled up. Oh, a bad snap. Pitches it right up in the middle there to Carlton. Carlton across the 35, 40, 45. Crockle right there at the 47-yard line by Eli Raines. He saved a bigger play than what it already was. Fellas. Well, that was a heads-up play by Tanner Marsh. The ball was rolling around. He just picked it up off the ground, and his back cut across and extended it right to him. Yep. Kind of tossed it out in front of him there. Yep. And spotted it to 48. And, yeah, and that, that technically goes as a pass play. Six minutes, 50 seconds left here. North Hall's first really big play of the night. First down at their own 48. Marsh going to take it, run the other side. He's got a big run. 40, 30, 20. I think he's gone. <laughs> Touchdown, North Hall. 52-yard run for Tanner Marsh. Behind Charlie House, Kate Hawthorne, and Ty Kemp on the far side. Yeah, and, and uh, Chesty lost contain over on that their defensive left side, and once that happened, there was no stopping him. Uh, Key Marie Lez will come in the game to kick. The holder will be Ty Kemp. Long snapper is Mason Carrick. Another long snaps have been interesting tonight for both teams. Carrick to Kemp, the hole, the kick is up, and it is good. Trojans lead it 14 to nothing with 6.34 in the third. And we're back in one minute for North Hall, 97.5 Glory FM. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. For many of us, purchasing a home is the largest investment we will make in a lifetime. It's so important to know the home you are buying will be comfortable and energy efficient all year. And that is exactly why Jackson AMC created the Right Choice Program. Right Choice homes are built from the ground up and guaranteed to provide comfort and energy savings. And that's something we can all appreciate. Right Choice Homes, energy efficient, guaranteed, and only from Jackson EMC. The North Hall got what they need, a big play by Tanner Morris. He's the weapon for the Trojans. Got a big 52-yard run to make it 14 to nothing. Chester, he going to get it again? Long kickoff, a new kicker. I'll have to get it. Drives him back all the way to the four. Comes out. Oh, what a tackle. He's drilled right at the 18. Number 20, Charlie Bradshaw got hit from the side. He got thumped pretty good. Looks like by Trey Patterson. Wow. It was Patterson. Man, that was ooh, that was a blitz right there. That was yeah. a tough, tough hit. Number 85, 
Uh, it was a kicker for North Hall. I don't have an 85 on my list, but uh, I already got a newer guy in the you can't in there. Check with Jody there. Blade Carmona. Okay. Blade Carmona is the is 85. He's yeah. a junior. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, Chestertail, bring it up. 6:31 left in the third quarter. Now it remains to be seen how they react from this. Steel, if this is going to break it open. Center. Hands off to the up back. Now Steele still gets across the 20 out to about the 24, 25 yard line. So it picked up about six right there, Gary. Yeah. Well, to finish my thought, you know, is this the play that breaks open the game for North Hall? Exactly. It's where they yeah. seize the momentum and, and carry it on in. But right now, Chester T, well, they move the ball pretty good on their first play. Yeah, the they, they need to move the ball. No need to panic. Oh, no. You've got, uh, got plenty of time left in this game. Only down 14 up. they got a quarter and a half left. All Second right. down, we'll call it five. Still up under center, one wide out on the far side, a tight end, two backs. Still looks behind him. Six on the play clock. Five, four. They're going to have to burn a timeout right there. That's Chester T with 545 left in the third. We'll take it when we're back in 30 seconds for North Hall on 97.5 Glory FM. Opportunities are often found in the most unexpected places. Hello, this is Matt Nick with Duplicating Products your local Canon, Savin, and HP dealer. After 48 years in business, we've seen a lot of opportunities along with some pretty big challenges. Sometimes they're one and the same. If you have an opportunity for a new business partner or a current challenge in your office, turn to us at Duplicating Products. We'll do everything possible to deliver the best solution and an honest partnership. Call us at 770-532-9932 and see us online at duplicatingproducts.com. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care. Now back to the game on 97.5 Glory FM. And back after time, updating the Long Street Cafe FCA scoreboard. Gainesville on top of Habersham Central halftime, 42 to nothing. It's Cherokee Bluff over Walnut Grove at halftime, 10 nothing. The score in that one. It is Cedar Shoals on top of Madison County, 29 in this region. It's all North Oak County over East Forsyth, but... Broncos trying to come back, trailing 23-6. to six. You can see how important this one is, guys. Well, it's huge. It's huge for sure. 5.45 now after the timeout. I believe Chester T with two left now. Second down, five yards well, to go. We've got, we got Ray McAllister over here talking to the North Hall bench. Well, I'm not sure what this is about. I'm talking to Coach, and he's got his line judge over there talking to him about it. And it looks like he's pleading for something. I don't know. Referee or the, the umpire standing over the ball. Not well, preventing the rain from hitting it, but yeah. you standing over the ball, making sure they don't play. <laughs> look, you're right, down, right now, can't you? Look at the middle of the field, how shiny it yeah, looks now. It, it looks is. a little slick, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, it I was going to say. Well, we've had a pretty steady rain since right at kickoff. Yes, sir. Here we are. One wide out on the far side for Chester T. Still under center. Two backs. Looking, going to hand off to Plemons again. Plemons across the 25, out to about the 29, close to the first down. That was, that was a good run. It yeah. was. Clemens took it right up there and right behind Carlson, McGall, and Robinson there. And they down. did give him the first down. Well, they haven't been three and out yet. He, he needed to, well, he got about a half, about a yard, another yard more than what he needed. Yes, he at did. At least a Actually, half yard right at, right at the 30. Knows the football. Now he center picks it up, puts it on the 30. McGalla does. And snapped it. Still back off to Goss. Goss spins, only gets a yard after all that running. He came in, 
did a little spin move back to the middle, thought he'd get some more room, and just had to run parallel right there and didn't get anything. He, ran, he, he, got, he saw some green out there, but it wasn't green grass. Exactly. That Trey Patterson, boy, he is. He's made a ton of tackles tonight. Yes, he, he was has. in on that one again. He's made a ton of tackles all year. Yeah, he has. Second down, nine yards to go now, 455 and running with the heavy mist, light rain, whatever you want to call it, still falling. Not many people have left, if any. Maybe the junior Trojans who will have to play tomorrow, unfortunately. <laughs> one man moving. The guy out of the way for North Hall. Sagaris got it, trying to get around the guy, and doesn't happen. No. North Hall, no. good. Patterson again. Led it beautifully right there, fellas, and he stopped him right yeah, at the 20. I was going to say that they stunted right in his way. He said, no, no, you get back over there. I think I think Luke Jenkins in on that stop, too. He had a couple of guys hit him high and low that time. That uh, brings up third, and, well, actually, they lost a half yard, third and ten. Back to inside the 30. Let's see. They bring a man in. That is going to be Eli Raines comes in with a new play. Yeah, it will send Seguero out of the game. Brian Seguero. Zeke Harris and uh, Walker Davis kind of trying to rally the troops there for the North Hall defense, and it's a big down. One man in motion we're going to have. I thought I heard a whistle. Everybody kind of stopped right there. And uh, And quarterback quarterback went down. I think he dropped the ball and just had to pick it up and move it. It'll be fourth down and nine now is whatever the play. Kind of, I thought I heard a whistle go off, but I think Ron was right. If the quarterback misplayed it, he dropped it or something, and boom, it was down right there. So fourth and nine, and Brazier will have to do the punting again. Backbeat this time for North Hall is per year. Brazier will take the snap from Magala. There it is, good snap. And the flag. kick, we got now a flag. We do, we do have whistles now. That was a flag immediately. They have yeah, offside on the defense. Offsides on the defense. Yeah, they were. They got a. They got a head start. Yep. The guy on this end got a head start. I think they're going to re, re punt. It was a pretty good punt, but it wasn't that great. Yeah. Well, they have to because they blew it dead. Oh, I got you. Yep. Yep. Five ball. yard penalty. Be fourth down now in about five. Well, look at the difference, four. Joe, in stats when it comes to penalties for North Hall compared to Chester T. Oh yeah. Well, North Hall's been penalized a lot from the get go tonight. Clock will start, 3.13 in the quarter. Brazier back to punt. Good snap. Brazier's got it. One step, kicks it high, high, really high. Comes down. Ooh, nice kick. But the ball by Chester T all the way down inside the 20. It'll come dead at the 17. That roll made it a great punt. Yeah. 7-0 in favor of... North Hall, 14 nothing. about to say it's 14 nothing in favor of North Hall here late in the third quarter now. 47-yard punt, no return. Yeah, I was going to ask you what the, if you got that and calculated yet. Yeah, that was you take that every time. Oh, absolutely. It's a, he flipped field position. But well, still North Hall, it, it, it gave plenty of time to cover too because it was so high. But still, North Hall did not expect this, guys. Nope. Oh, no. Marsh with three and neither did the fans. on the near side. <laughs> Throws it over here this side and going against Kemp. Kemp. Kemp's going to bring it out across the 20 to about the 23-yard line. About a five, seven-yard game. 44 got him. It, it picked up a, a couple of good blocks there to help spring him to that other, that other distance right there. 40, 44 is uh, Dolly High. Yep. The all-name team from last year, Sazo Dolly High. 6'3", six, six, 250. Big, big He's a kid. senior. Yep. He plays other sports too, Joseph. 226 on the clock. 
Run to the far side is Marsh. Marsh gave him nice pursuit that time by Chester T. Not much of a gain on that one. Maybe a yard. That looked almost like a wrestling takedown there. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Do you see? I mean, he pulled him over the top of him and drove his face in the turf. Was that? I couldn't tell because there was too I many people was, screaming. I think it was Goss. I think it was Goss that made that tackle. They got a lot of two-way players for Chester because they're short oh, yeah, of numbers. Well, that's <laughs> right, boy. That uh, that roster that we had at the first of the year sure did shrink on this latest roster that we were given. And a lot of those JV guys moved up. There's only 40 on the roster now. Third down, three yards to go. Marsh takes the snap, fakes it, looking to throw, gets it out to Kirby. Kirby only gets about one out to the well, that 25. Was a great. That was great play there by number uh, 13 defensively. Eli Reigns. He had him. He was shadowing him the whole way, and he didn't let him turn up field. He kind of rode him out of bounds. Yep, pushed him. When he, he caught the ball on the sidelines, he was there to shove him out. Now, now it's decision time for North. Surely they're going to punt it. There yeah, there it comes. Yeah, there he comes. You don't dare roll the dice again. No, they've they've no, dodged it every time. They, they have, but, you know, sooner or later that kind of stuff can catch up to you. That's right. So 140. To 25. you got 100 seconds left in the quarter, Joseph. And the quarter. Parkerdale back to kick. Mason Carrick, the long snapper. Now we've got and a timeout call, it looks like, by North, North Hall. Hall. They lined up in a T formation there and not particularly deep. They, they were kind of hedging their bets there. And while we've got a second, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is Friday Night Football in North Georgia on 97.5 Glory FM. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. You can tell it's going to be an early night just down 9 o'clock, and we've got a quarter to play here. And then following this evening's ball game at 10 o'clock, you'll hear GNN's Georgia Friday Night Lights with Chester Proctor. I'm back in the studio in the Sports Center at 11.05 with a final score, talking to all the victorious coaches and then getting ready for the Saturday morning sports show. Plus, we now have a live video stream of that one tomorrow morning at 9.05. We'll run that live from the Sports Center right here on 97.5 Glory FM. Parker Dale back to kick. He stands about the 11. We'll kick it around the 14. Good high kick. Chest T gets away from it, hits at the 42, and we'll roll and roll and roll down inside the 35 to about the 31. They're trying, North Hall's trying to push number 20. Charlie Bradshaw down on the ball. They're the trying, ball, they're so trying they're to push him on the ball. Push him to the ball so he'll touch it and they'll get it. He Charlie was wise and hopped over it out of the way. That's about a 43-yarder, guys. That's not terrible either. Two long punts now, one for each team. And, and then see, that was a three and out for North Hall. Yep. And Chester T will have it at the 31, 30 and a half, almost 31. Those of the footballs at the 31 for their next possession. You know, a lot of these teams are beyond things like moral victories, but you got to give the young War Eagles a lot of credit for this one. Okay. Oh, we, we expected, a, quite frankly, we all expected a running clock this half, and they that is far from the case right now. Here they are. They line it up. you got one wide out on the near side, two backs behind Steele. They're going to give it off to, is that Plemons? Or, yes, or Plemons. Plemons got it out across the 35 to the 37. And they, they Broncos <laughs> tackled him that time, just jumped on his back and rode him down. It might have been Seabolt was in there. And I was looking to see maybe five know, maybe Harris, game. maybe Harris, I don't know. Five-yard gain, second down five now for you know, the War Eagles. And they had him up around his shoulders. you got to be careful because yeah, you, you can sneak in a face mask or a 
Or a horse, horse collar. Yeah. yeah, exactly. One guy out wide on the near side, and that's going to be Davidenko. They go to the far side, going to give it to Plemons again. Plemons is going to be close to the first down. No, I think he's just shy. Well, you got Plemons and Goss. They're the ones doing the work for Chesapeake. That point of the officials are going to come together. Now, Plemons is well, somebody's hurt. Yeah, so, somebody's hurt for Chesapeake. Plemons is a sophomore, and Goss, I think, is a junior. Let's see who's down. And that's the one thing they don't need. Oh, yeah. No, they're you short got a already. Thin, thin roster already, exactly. Looks, yeah, he's, he's about like a half a yard short. Eli Reigns, I think, is the. But I don't want to say that comes Coach Cunningham out to check on him. Yeah, the ball's going to be about a half a yard short of the first down. Got a score update nope, for you. moving it. Yeah, yeah. That's, it's close. That's how they do it. Got a 17 17 in Mill Creek. They just moved the ball up a half a yard that's a, and then gave him the first that, down. That, yeah, I, well, I, there you go. That Buford Mill Crest TV game, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, ESPN yeah, it too. Started early tonight. Started seven instead of eight. Yes, they that's must, a, that's you know a national they, TV game. Well, they, well, what they probably got, they probably got another game behind it, or something. Maybe yeah, out, something out, like on the West Coast, Coast, Coast or something. Mater D and well, at least UCLA we don't like to, at least uh, flipping back and forth between the Dogs and the Braves tomorrow. <laughs> no, well, you were not gonna worry about that anyway with with the Dogs playing a noon game. Yeah. But it removed all doubt the other night. I, I don't. I, now, what did I tell you guys? What did I tell you guys? What did you tell us, Gary? Braves the best team in baseball, but in a short series, anything can happen. And they forgot how to pitch, and they forgot how to hit. How does, hit, hit. How they they the forgot most, how to hit for sure. How does the most potent offensive team in the MLB? And back to high school baseball football. There it is, uh, Eli yeah. Rains. He's up. He's favoring an ankle, but he's up, walking off under his own power. Yeah, he so may have gotten that thing right. wrapped up under him. He's. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's hopping. He's favoring hopping. his right leg for sure. Yeah, uh, coming up under his arm now and near help his, him off. Near his ankle one. 43 seconds left here in the third quarter. First down now for the Chester T. War Eagles. We'll get another player or two here in this quarter. And then we'll go into the fourth. 14 nothing Trojans. A lot different than what we talked about early on, guys. We thought it was going to be a little more one-sided. Northall runs a guy out late still up under center. Two backs of wide out. Hand off to Goss on the far side. Goss gets about one, maybe two, to the 43. So it'll be second down and eight with 27 on the clock. You know, you got to applaud the, the Chester T game plan here today. Oh, absolutely. Right, and and their mean, execution. They, they've been making very secure plays, very secure runs. Haven't really hurt themselves a whole lot with penalties. They've gone for the sure passes. Uh, throwing it only where their guys can get to it for the And most haven't part. turned it over. And haven't turned it over and have kept the chains moving. Second down, eight still. Hands off to the up back and got might have got two or three there to end the quarter. 14-0 Trojans at the end of three. And back to the fourth and final quarter in one minute here on 97.5 Glory FM. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Hey, it's Coach Mark Richt here. Everyone knows defense wins championships. And if you're not using EMC Security to defend your home and family, you need to step up your game. They're who I use for home security and cameras, and you should too. I've scouted them all, and there's no better choice. 
With DMC Security's no contract and local service, they are a clear number one. So give them a call or visit them online at emcsecurity.com. That's emcsecurity.com. 20, 30 to 12. Put four fingers in the ears, guys. It is time for the fourth and final quarter. Mr. Beck's going to spot the ball there, boys, at the uh, 42, 47-yard line. Third down, about four yards to go for the War Eagles. Colton still under center. A wide out in a slot. Two backs. Goss and Plemons. Still takes it. Hands off to Plemons. Plemons falls ball out. came out. And North Hall North has Hall's it. going to have it right there at the 45-yard line. Yeah. Yeah. Patterson they made clearly, the hit. That North Hall clearly recovered that one. You could see that. I couldn't see who it was, but you see the green shirt pick, pick it up. He was laying on his back, and he picked it up. They're probably going to pat him on the back see who got it. But Patterson, I saw, made the hit. And who is that holding it Hulk up? Save. Dalton Holsey holding the football up, coming out of the pile. Well, when we just got through saying that Chester T hadn't made any mistakes tonight, boom. Wait, they're still saying it's Chester T's football, fellas. Oh, Oh, no way. There's no way. Now they're talking about it. They're talking now. Now now Ray McAllister say no, this way. Side judge comes over to say that was was obvious. Well, definitely definitely he wasn't down when the ball popped out. And then definitely, I could see in my binoculars North Hall recover the ball while they were laying on the ground to re- secure it. We're really 45. close. Why do you need binoculars for, Ron? First down for the Trojans it, on the chest T side of the 50 at the 45. Tanner Marsh looking to throw it. Got some pressure. Throws it long up in the air. Two men fighting for it. And there's got to be a flag be... on that, don't they? Nope, no flag. They're saying they were... They were, they were fighting, fighting each other. There, yeah. yep, they were fighting each other, and I think that's probably a good no call. Yep. It probably it might, it may be, and but I, he, had, uh, he kind of well, was. The intended per year. It was like uh, a box out in basketball. Per year and Bradshaw were going at it, hammer and tong down there. And he, he had inside position. I'll, I'll say that for and him. Wait a minute now. Is there going to be a, a penalty against North Hall? Must be. Not I, being sports. I'll tell you that. what, guys. They were going for blood right then. That was a um, it was a hold. That's ten yard penalty, so it had to be a hold on North Hall. I didn't see it because we were still watching Riles come back off the field. Number twenty-two. Cole Cable comes in at a receiver now. First down and twenty-four. The Trojans takes it. Marsh does looking to pass. Screen. Got a screen out here to Ruth. Ruth fifty forty. Knocked out of bounds at the 35, close to the first down. A little extracurricular, and yeah, they got a flag. Yeah, yeah, he that was, shoved him a little bit too hard out of bounds. Yeah, that was that was definitely uncalled for. And Tate has got the record books again with that pass there. Well, they're going to get the yardage back, and that would have been, probably been a first down anyway. But the personal foul is going to give them down to the good 20. Position. Yeah. Uh, they're still talking. They sure. They sure talking a lot about it. But I, I don't see how you could not call that because he could. He clearly rolled him out of bounds, almost well, into just, the stands. They're making sure that they get the penalty spot from the spot because the pass was from the 30, 45. Now we've got a flag back up here at the forty-five. Oh, oh okay, so that that's what be, the discussion's yeah. about. So that might be what oh, we got. Oh, I see it now. It, side judge on the far side had a flag, and then we had this late hit. So. There are the four guys right there. The yeah, I see it now. We right that's at, on the line of scrimmage. That know, flag. You is, know, so. sometimes on the on the unsportsmanlike, you can get away with it. You just kind of tap them on the side. That might but, offset it because you might have a formation problem or something. Boy, it sure is a long discussion. They'll get it right, Ron. 
Well, it, this, one, the, this one is, uh, I think what they're talking about, an eligible man downfield, the other one is a dead ball, so they're probably going to enforce both is what it is. That's what the discussion is. Now the North Hall crowd doesn't like that at all. North Hall coaches don't like it too much. That's the right color, isn't it? Yep, and they got it, and Coach, and our head referee looks over and says, hey, we got it, we got it. That's all we say, just get get it right. Yep. Now they'll go five one way and 15 the other. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, absolutely. you go back five to the 40, and then you'll come back and go to the 45 if if my numbers are right there, to the original first down is the 45 of Chester T. And, and then they're going to turn around and go the other way. Personal yep. foul that way. Yeah, and then they'll go with that. Yep. And the down don't count. The down doesn't count, so it'll still be first down. It'll be first and ten from the original line of scrimmage where all that started two or three plays ago. <laughs> well, we you could just save some time, couldn't we, huh? 11-15 in the quarter, 14-0 Trojans. Balls to 45 of Chester T. Marsh with one back, and that's Ruth. Three wideouts, two on the far side. Balls on the near hash mark. Hand gets ball. it to his quarterback. Quarterback throws it on this side. Complete easy. Catches right. it right there on the 35. That's here. They're going to call it. they going to call it a catch. Yep. He, oh. called, he, called, he picked that not off the ground, didn't he? Yeah, it was close to being Don't a think trap, it was his intended receiver to start with. That may be a check. Maybe a second or third guy he was that's, looking at. That's Perrier. That's Perrier who caught it. Perrier caught it. First down for the Trojans. Eleven minutes exactly here in the game. He caught it right on where he had At the next level, that one would have been reviewed. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sosby, Perrier on the far side, going to hand off to Ruth. Ruth trying to get around the guy. Jumps over a guy, then goes back the other way. Down to the 40, the 35. Down inside the 25 to the the 20-yard line. He actually hopped over his own man, let Eli Ham laying on the ground. You can your guy, but not the other, the defensive guy. Well, he he did a nice little jump hop over over Ham and kept on going down there until he ran into a whole flock of war eagles down about the 21, 22. You you remember the famous play at White County when they did that? They made a rule after that. That one went viral. Ten minutes, 20 seconds left, first down and ten. Chester T, 21, North Hall, and he's stuck. Tate Ruth, they were reading that. No, Tate Ruth with him, big, strong legs, push it forward to the 19. Yeah, that one should have been absolutely no gain at all or maybe a loss of a yard. Instead, he's going to turn gain it about two. two, two yeah. yard gain. And uh, got, a, got a, some help there from one of his linemen. He got behind him and gave him a little shove. I tell you what, you feel like a wishbone sometimes when that when they do that to Brooke, you. Did you see Tate in the offense for Chester T, what he could do? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Commerce now 39 to nothing in their game. Marsh comes to this side, looks to throw on the far side. Perrier over his head. Threw it about a yard too high over his head. Yeah, it would have been a phenomenal down, catch. Yeah, it would have taken a lot of catch. And he was he was slightly open. Oh, by the way, Joe, that's Commerce's first game in the region. They're playing Athens Christian. All right. Wow. So well, this late in the year. Really yeah. want to shake up that region. 8-4-8, guys, here's the score. From Cedar Shoals. Madison County still has nine, but Cedar Shoals has 27. Woo! In the third quarter. Marsh gets it, fakes it. So he takes it by himself across the 15, down to about the 13, still pushing, still pushing. Breaking Kirby gets in beside and tries to push him down to about the eight. Wow. <laughs> Another scrum. <laughs> yeah. You know, I heard him talking the other day in the NCAA game that they may wind up um, having to put a, a rule in there for that because a lot of teams have gotten, especially on college level, getting in there and, and doing the push, the tush push as they call it, pushing them forward after they kind of get stopped right there. 
for and they're the not game. supposed to t- grab them anyway. Yeah, they can't grab them and pull them, but they can push from behind. And, and, and check out check out Marsh's foot gear. Yeah, he's got taped his, up in green. He's got his his shoes taped on. Mm-hmm. Taped up taped in the green. Up. That's going to be Perrier in motion. Marsh has it, rolls to the far side, looking for a man. Man on him, broke down. He throws it the last minute. That's Dolly High. It. Dolly High, yeah, comes in there, sacks him. And but he threw it at the last second. That's yeah. just going to be an illegal or an incomplete pass because he was outside the tackle box. Yeah, and the other thing, well, he was t- on the way down too. Yeah. If you get hit, they'll give you the grace there. But he had three people open in the end zone, and he just—I don't know if he just couldn't decide who to throw it to or what. Good but. pressure by Dolly High is what it was. Yeah. It's still fourteen nothing North Hall. For a man six three two fifty, he was on him in a hurry, wasn't he? Oh yeah, and it's. Second down and goal now from the eight. Up in Hiawassee, Johnson 28 to nothing now over Towns County. Uh, you gotta, you got to feel good for the night. Two backs. You do. Marsh pitches back over on the far side to number 12 over there. He gets it, runs across as Carlton. Carlton's going to be knocked down for no gain. In fact, he at, lost uh, a yard. He, he gave some ground and lost a yard, I believe. Brian Silguero was the man that corralled him back there. Gary Love scores 34-7 Jefferson over Flower Branch right now. Yeah, and that was a 7-0 game for a little while. Flower Branch on top. 8-42 left here in the fourth quarter. 14-0 Trojans. Third down and goal at the nine. Well, if you don't, if you don't, I think you go for the three here. It gives you, puts you three scores up. Three wideouts. Marsh comes to this side. Looking, looking, looking. Now he's looking to run. Man misses him. Good dodge for him out there. Knocked out at about the two. Now that give, gives you an interesting decision to make. Yeah, mm-hmm. it does. Now, if it, down. They're going for it. If I had, if, if they had been back there at the nine or ten, I think you go for the three. Because they don't get it, Gary. they got to go 99, yeah, 98 I mean, yards. Now, now it's, yeah. Now I think you go for it. Fourth down ball is about the two. North Hall comes out. And you reckon they're going to call a timeout here? They're kind of looking like they are. They're not going to let the time run down. And they got their quarterback over here talking to the offensive staff. Now they're going to go out. Got per year. You still got 12 seconds on Kemp. the play clock. Now they look Reckon like they're going to line up. Sosby. Empty, yeah. empty backfield. Yeah. Marsh is the only one. Now we've got a timeout. Is it going to be by Chester T? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah Chester, Chester T. T called it. They'll leave them with one with 819. And a fourth down for the Trojans. And we're back in one minute here on 97.5 Glory FM. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at siphonlogistics.com. Is it cool in here to you, David? It ought to be. We've stocked up on all of our coolers. Coolers, coolers everywhere. We've got coolers and drinkware for everyone and everything. Yeti, Stanley, Kanga, Corksicle, and Southern Jubilee. And we all know the cooler is the most important ingredient at any tailgate. Or at the lake, or on the road, or any outdoor activity. Come find the best cooler and drinkware for you. Autry's Ace Hardware, Thompson Bridge Road in Gainesville. Back here at North Hall High School at the Brickyard. North Hall with a 14-0 lead. Chester T, after the timeout, comes out trying to hold them. It's fourth down and goal at the two for the Trojans. Well, no with matter Marsh what. Marsh with two backs. 
No matter what no happens. receivers right here. You've got Sosby in the game, but he's in tight right now. Kirby and Perrier tight on the other side. Empty set now. Marsh is going to put Perrier in motion. Going to hand off to Perrier. He cuts inside. Touchdown, North Hall. Yeah, that was one of those trap plays where you just hand it forward and, and the line just blocked. No matter what, though, I think Chesterton can be proud of how they played tonight. Oh, yeah. But, you know, that's Perrier's second touchdown of the night, too. Yeah, he had, had the an 11-yard run in the, uh, in the way back in the first quarter. 20 to nothing. Akeem Reyes will attempt point number 21 in his third extra point of the night. Ty Kemp will hold it. Snap, kick, up, and it is good. 21 nothing. North Hall with 8-14 remaining. And again, back at one minute more here for North Hall, 97.5 Glory FM. Here I am on the road again, ready to pick up the kids from school, go by the grocery store, and do all the things a busy mother does. It's because I just left North Hall Tire and Wheel, where they made sure I was ready to go. They put on a fresh set of tires, checked the brakes, and even the battery. I know I can trust Mike and Matt and the guys at North Hall Tire and Wheel. They have everything you need, all the name brand tires at the best prices, and the service you need. They're on Cleveland Highway in Gainesville, so give them a call at 770-297-5308. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're representative to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. Reyes, Reyes back to kick. Again, well, that's the younger guy there, Gary. Number 85 is kicking off for the Trojans. Tomorrow. That's uh, Camel Carmona. Carmona. He'll be spotting it. Late for the War Eagles is going to come down over here to the 10 to number 18. He'll bring it out across the 20 to about the number 21. That's Marcos Piata. Patterson on the kick coverage. Boy, he's playing all over the place tonight. Yeah. He has definitely been all over the field defensively, and I think he just plays defense. I don't think he goes both ways. Well, he's on the kick coverage team, and he stays in there on defense, Ron. Yeah. Uh, you, this is a kid who loves to play defense. You can tell that. Mm-hmm. When he popped up, he gave a little a little fist pump, you know. Yeah. Now, I don't mind that kind of stuff. It's the, it's the excessive celebrations, like take yeah. a look at me and all that kind of I don't. I don't get into that at all. Quick FCEA scoreboard update. Wesleyan or Dawson County's cut it to four, 21-17. Wesleyan leads the Tigers in Dawsonville in the third quarter. I know the Tigers are looking forward to that one. Still with one back, then a handoff to the back. That's going to be Plemons. Plemons gets out to about the 26. And, no, that was going to be Goss. Excuse me. Goss got about four yards, second down, six yards to go. Well, this is going to turn out to be a solid win for the Trojans, but it's been a whole lot tougher sledding, I think, than they thought it was going to be. Well, it's definitely something that Chester T can build on. There's no doubt about that. 7.43, Chester T in their huddle. Yeah, but, you know, if you go over to the coaching staff of Chester T, I mean, I agree with you, Ron, but they're going to say we're still on the, we still haven't won a game. Three, four defense. Yeah, they turned over their roster in the midseason. Exactly. Move a man up. And the handoff to Goss again. Goss trying to spin in there. He gets up to almost the 30-yard line. 
29th, well, they'll mark it. It'll be third down, about two yards to go. 7-15 and running here in the fourth quarter. Wow, this is going We might get done by 9.30 tonight. Mike, yes. what are you going to do for 30 minutes? Talk on. <laughs> Seven minutes exactly left here in the game. This run in the football is kind of cool because uh, with it, the, the clock runs the whole time. Third down, not two yards to go. We've got to get to the 31. Two wideouts on the far side. He puts Segura in motion. Throws out a little screen pass. Not going to happen as North Hall read it and knocks him back for a loss. Again, they telegraphed it. Yep. Joe, remember last week, saw a lot of running that East Forsyth Cherokee Bluff game. It sure did. And how exciting that one was. Mm-hmm. Wind up being an interception there at the end to seal the victory for the Bears. Drop for two yards, so it's fourth down now in about five, and they'll have to punt. You'll see Nate Brazier will come back out to punt, the big lineman, the right footer, 6.15 and running now. Purrier going to go in deep uh, punt return yep, he's formation. The, he's the, usually the punt returner for the Trojans. Brazier, good snap, and there's the kick. Good kick by Brazier. Purrier takes the... Fair catch at the 42, and that's where the North Hall had it. Ca- fair catch right very the, late. Very, right at the last minute, I started to say, yes, sir. <laughs> well, again, the punting for Chesty, that has been one of their bright spots in this game alone, their defense, how they have played in this ballgame. Brazier's a, a nice little punter. He's, he's doing a nice yeah. job. To not take a long step, he just catches it, takes one step, and boom, boots it. Nice job. Five you kind of wonder if he's the goalie minutes. on the soccer team. You never know. Big, big-sized kid. Well, I mean, that, usually that's who you get for your punters, the goalie. 21-0. North Hall with the ball and the lead. Ball to 42. Marsh has it. Looking to throw. Got a little pressure. Runs out to this side. Looking to throw across the first marker or the yard marker now and runs it out to the 49. So about a six-yard gain. Second down and about four. Good defense than the secondary. But, guys, right here, it's fourth quarter. Yep, 21 nothing. You still got your starters in. Yeah, Ben Plemons. They weren't expecting that, I don't think. Chases him out of bounds. Only difference has been the kicker tonight instead of Ray, as you had the new guy, the younger classman in there. And he's done all right. Yes, he has on his kickoffs. Second down, four yards to go, ball to 49. Marsh has it. Throws on this side to Perrier. Perrier. Short of the clutch. first. Down. Looks like he's short by about a yard, Ron. Yeah. Nice sportsmanship right there. And From Charlie Goss Bradshaw, one of the defensors, defended players right there to make the stop. And they're going to save about a yard short. Third down. One yard to go. Coming up at 524 here in the in the fourth quarter. Three yards. Still a little bit of a mist out there. Gary's been inside with us all night for the most part, making sure he stays dry. Now Marsh is going to take it, goes around across the offside, gets the first down to the 45. Went around McGill and Green that time to get the first down, and one of the linemen holding that arm right there, big number 54, Charlie House, holding that right arm, forearm right there. Might have got a helmet to it. Yeah. May have got a little frog on that. Yeah. <laughs> Happened with a face mask or you crown of your helmet. First down for the Trojans at the 45 of Chesty. Hands off to Ruth. Ruth Mitz got by a tackle from behind across the 40. Still running. They Flight, helmet it. came off. He's down to the 35. Flags come out. Yeah, they ripped his helmet off. That, that mm-hmm. should be a face mask. That will be. That's what that flag's for. Tate will have to come out. But he got the first down and the penalty on top of it. 
Now, I do, if, you, if the penalty caused the helmet to come off, does that mean he has to still come out? Well, in college you don't, but in high school we'll see. Well, he's coming out. Personal foul, face mask is called against Chester T. They, the first down they got it to 35, and they'll tack on. The ball was at the 33, they said, and they'll tack on 15 on top of that and put it in the yard line. First and 10 inside the red zone for the Trojans, down at the 18-yard line. I mean, they they ripped that helmet off. In fact, they almost ripped his head off almost. Uh, they may just check, be checking him to see if he's okay. Well, I would right there because he still got tackled after all that. Throw it, looking, looking, got plenty of time. Rolls to the far side, throws it at the last second to a wide open. Riles Perrier in the far corner of the end zone for the touchdown. Yeah, they that's blown coverage there. They they thought the quarterback was going to run. They come running up there, and they just went right over his head. Oh, they were looking, Gary, on this side totally, and then all of a sudden, Marsh went out, slid out to the other side, and Riles was wide open in the far corner. Third touchdown tonight for Riles Perrier. Goss was the guy in coverage, and he bit up. When the quarterback started running, he thought he was going to run. He started going after the quarterback. Extra point, his kick is up, and it is good. That's Reyes. No, he missed, no, he it. missed that one. How about that? 27 to nothing is your score with 438 remaining. And we're back at one minute more here on 97.5 Glory FM. Thank you, North Hall. This is Chris Kinsey with Millie's Drapery and Decorating, and we would like to thank the North Hall community for their continued support. Since 1968, my family has provided the area with beautiful custom drapery, bedding, upholstery, blinds, shades, and more. If you would like some help with your interior design project, give us a call and we'll schedule one of our talented designers to give you an in-home consultation and estimate for your project. Call us at 770-532-3819. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Georgia temperatures change like the score in a closed game. Let us help you be prepared for any season. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedairsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. That's the point now. It's almost like, so what now? North Hall top 27 nothing. They, they're scoring late here in the and they fourth just, quarter. And they just announced that uh, Riles Perrier is now your 1,000-yard receiver for North Hall. How about that? Congratulations. The, the first one ever. Yeah. Carmona back to kick. Good long kick. Will come down at the 7. And, North, and Chester T fumbles it, picks it up, brings it forward. We've got yeah. a flag over here. There's two guys kind of going at it, but he gets across the 20 to about the 22 or 3. Yeah. Well, I had a flag out here yeah. from a Chester T and North Hall guy kind of tangled up. And they're going to run and tell Ray McAllister what he saw. I thought they had those radios to talk to each other now. Well, they do, but I think they still run up there and talk to one another. Well, the different. Gainesville up on Habersham, 49-7. to seven. Somewhere in the One up Groves now taking the lead on Cherokee Bluff, guys, 14-10. Holding on Cherokee, on Chester T, excuse me. That'll push it back. Not from the spot of the foul, but they'll take it back there from, yeah, the, from the end of the run. Yeah. Because um, White County 31-7 on West Hall. It's now Jefferson on top of Flyer Branch 41-7. 
Third quarter, Mad- uh, Madison County still has nine, but Cedar Shoals has 33 now. Falcons must have made the Dragons mad when they took the 7 nothing lead on. Must have. <laughs> Chester T has the football. Two backs, a wide out. Still, Seal's going to give to Goss. Goss trying to get through some guys. He runs over a green shirt finally. And lost the ball, but got ball it back. came out late, but they're going to say North Hall or uh, Chester T keeps the ball. I well, he got it back anyway. Well, I, but I think he was down anyway, too. Yeah. And to Chester T's credit here, they're just they're running their offense. They're not going to try to go slinging it all over the field. I mean, you know. That's you're, not you're, their game. You're, and, well, and you're four scores down with four minutes left in the game. So the, the odds of you doing anything really well, miraculous work, pretty slim. You work on your game plan. You know yep. that you that you'll use the rest of the season. Right. Second down, six yards or four yards to go. Excuse me. Four. Chester T. Three fifty-two in the quarter. One wide out. And off this time, trying to go goes to the up back, which close was Lemons, I believe. Lemons going to be about a yard short of the first down. And North also got their front line guys in, don't they, Jim? Uh, yeah, for the most part, yes. Yeah, you've got Merritt still in there. Landon Potter. I see. Uh, Zeke Harris is still in the game. Trey Patterson still in the game. Well, they're off next week. That may be one of the things. McKinley Kemp now in the game on the far side mm. defensively. Hulsey's still in the game, too. I see uh, him Connor Harwood uh, you just in don't the defensive get, back. Just don't want to get anybody hurt. Yep. I mean, you know, leaving your starters in in a game which is already decided is always questionable to me. Third and one, trying to get the first down, and it looks like they're going to get it. That spin yeah. move right there to the 25. Let's see. That's a new guy in the game. That was number 20, 28 in the game. And that's Isaiah Leppert. I think he's carried it one other he time. Yes. He has. Yes. Jake, two or three times the first Jake time. Clark on the stop. Yeah, leaving your starters in late in the game. It's not quite as stupid as what Miami did with Georgia Tech. But it's, no, it's, it's, <laughs> it's never a good idea that was, to me. That, that, that is one of the uh, plays that gets you fired as a coach. <laughs> Chet Steve brings him up. One man out wide. That man's going to be Charlie Bradshaw. Two men behind. Steele. Steele throws it the last second. Charlie Bradshaw goes up and grabs it at the 32. Great catch. He, he had to open and snag that thing out of the had air. Had two green jerseys all over him as soon as he caught it. So a good job by Charlie to hold on at the 32. It's going to be second down and about uh, three now to get the first down to the 35. He may have watched some old films of his daddy with that. One. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was double covered. It was a great catch by Charlie. Back in the huddle, 208. Here in the quarter and running. 39, nothing is commerce. It's 33 to 15 now. Cedar Shoals over Madison County. Hand off to the up back. He comes through to cross. Got the first down across the 35 to the 37. It does this is around the clock. Number 10, that was Ben Plemons again. North Oconee, 37 19 over East Forsyth. I think Chester T's going to end the game with the ball, but yep. they're still going to got 98 seconds left. That's what it looks like. And they just they're going to just move it, you know, just try to try to build on. First down to 36, 127. Snap to Steele. Steele fakes, looks in the pass, far side, throws it the last second. Complete. I believe he holds yeah, on down. Time. He caught that one. That is Deacon Wilson. First time they targeted Deacon, the tight end tonight. He caught it. He's a yard short. He's not. It's going to be second to one. He didn't quite get the first down, but that was a 
That was a good catch, good play, and uh, move, again, another, move, just moving it methodically down the field. To another member of the all-name team for a football name. He's Deacon. Colton Steele, Deacon Wilson. That's it. Sabo Dalihai. <laughs> yeah, they've got some names. Second and one, going to hand off to the running back. He gets the first down. That's uh, Goss. Goss got a pretty good gain there, pushing him across the 45 to the 44. Yep. Again, they... Chesity has, has run their game plan. They did turn it over one time that hurt them, but. I wouldn't be surprised if Goss has 100 yards or more tonight. I figure he probably does. Yeah. Goss and Ben Plummer both might be pretty close. I tell close. you what, I bet he sleeps well tonight because he's taking a beating. Thirty Coming up on 30 seconds exactly left here in regulation. 27 nothing. Trojans with the lead. Chesity, one man out wide to the near side. Ball and fall hash mark. Two backs. Misdirection, give off to Plemons. Plemons across the 40, down to the 38. Second down, down about two. 15 seconds, we may not run another play. And then again, they might. Uh, if nothing else, guys, Chesty's earned a, earned a lot of respect tonight. Yes. Three, have. two, one. That'll be the end of your ball game. North Hall will lead it 27 to nothing. Coming up next, we'll bring you our post-game show as we look for this game to See how they're going to work things out here between these two teams' rivalry. Northall wins 27 other in the Battle of Highway 60 for their 20th win in this series. We're back in two minutes, wrapping up for you on 97.5 Glory FM. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. Your home should be an extension of who you are. When your home is built better, your life just feels better. So make your new home an energy-efficient Right Choice Home from Jackson EMC. Right Choice Homes come with a three-year energy warranty and a one-year comfort warranty. And every Right Choice Home receives Jackson EMC's lowest energy rate. Step inside your comfort zone with a right choice home. Only from Jackson EMC. Change can be bad or change can be good. Hello, this is Matt Nix with Duplicating Products, your local Canon, Savin, and HP dealer. In serving Northeast Georgia for more than 48 years, we've learned that while change is inevitable, it also brings opportunity. Just look at the bad changes of the pandemic that helped lead to improved technology and innovation. Let duplicating products help you find the opportunity in the changes that may affect your business. Give us a call at 770-532-9932 and see us online at duplicatingproducts.com. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over well, 60 you know, years. I mean, see, points do you need? We're looking here, talking here on the post-game show. I have one question I was asking. Nathan, how many points do you need? Because, you know, guys, when you get a win, you're in the fourth quarter. To me, you got to take care of the football. That makes any sense to you at all for the 
because we look at it as right here. For example, North Hall ends up winning 27 to nothing. we got other scores around the area right now. It is Dawson County trailing Wesleyan right now. And this region, it is now Walnut Grove over Cherokee Bluff 14. They're only in the third quarter. they got a lot more football to play in, in that ball game. Joe mentioned Cedar Shoals on top of Madison County 33-15 in that ball game. Then also we had North Oconee. They're going to win their game and remain undefeated as they are leading East for South. That'll be the second loss of the season in region play. Two back-to-back losses now for Coach Allison's Broncos of East for South. North Hall now with two losses. You have the score remains the same. Madison County have two losses. Cedar Shoals with two losses, I think, in that one. And then if the Bluff can come back, they would have two losses. It's going to be a great last three weeks of the season. Next week, North Hall has the evening off. They return to play in two weeks. Well, Thursday night, remember that. So on Thursday night, October 26th, they're on, on the road in Athens in the Classic City at the Jungle taking on Cedar Shoals. Well, yep, 7 o'clock, Gary. You're right. And then also... Next Friday night is Cedar Shoals taking on Chester T from the home of the War Eagles. Coming up next Friday night will be at Cherokee Bluff for a crosstown matchup in Region 8 Quad E as East Hall takes on the Bluff coming up next Friday. And that should be another interesting ball game for us. Should be. Uh, it depends on how uh, how East Hall comes out and play. You know, one week we expect them to play pretty good and they get thumped good good. And then next week they, uh, they, they, um, they play pretty good. So you never can tell. Tonight's uh, stats, final stats, uh, you have passing yards. Uh, for North Hall, 123 rushing yards, 166. For um, rushing yards for Chester T, 126. Passing yards, only 18, so 289, 144. Total on the night uh, for North Hall, Tanner Marsh, 11 totes for 103 yards. Uh, 52 was his long, that long um, run that set up a, well, that's a touchdown run, 52 yards. Tate Ruth, 10 for 59, and Riles per year, uh, 2 for 13. Then uh, Marsh, 15 of 1,923 yards in the TD. Uh, receiving tonight per year, 8 for 54, becomes the all-time leading pass receiver, over 1,000 yards, a big accomplishment by Riles per year. Congratulations, Corbin Sosby, 1 for 32, Parker Carlton, 3 for 21, and Brecken Kirby, 2 for 11. For Chester T, you know, you were talking about, we thought we might have two guys over 100. No, it's just because they carried it a lot. Ben Plemons and Casey Goss both carried it 16 times. Ben would wind up with uh, 59 yards and Goss with 50 yards. Uh, Leftford wind up with eight. Saguero, nine. Eli Reigns, two for 143 totes, 125 yards. Colton still five of eight, 18 yards. Ben Plemons caught one for seven. Deacon Wilson, one for nine. Charlie Bradshaw, one for seven on the evening. The punting, uh, Brazier won that uh, battle four for an uh, average of 42, and long was 49. North Hall, because of the two-yard punt, brought their average way down. Two for 25 was their average this evening. Got one score there for you. over 100 yards. Yep. <laughs> two, I took two of them, but they had 109 between the two. You know, and guys, for, for three and a half quarters, honestly, you know, I know more out the window right now, but the Chester team played really doggone good, especially on defense the first half and into the third quarter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think the, I think the War Eagles – can do themselves proud, and as you said, you got a bunch of young folks. You got something to build on now. Exactly, as young as they are, Mike and, and Ron and Gary, they, you know, they're out there meeting right now. As North Hall is on the other end, but all these guys, they've only got a handful of seniors. The rest of them 
are uh, you know freshmen, sophomore, and juniors. And if they keep running, because they did a pretty good job running the ball on the misdirection, uh, and they they stuck with the game plan all night. They didn't try to get crazy when they got behind and start throwing the ball all over the place. You know, and like like you guys said. That uh, that's not their mo. That's not what they do. And they kept running the ball. And they did very very efficiently. Yeah, and a game tonight where it started in the rain and finished in the rain. That's the first one we've had this one. Now, we had yep. some rain last week, but it was off and off. Off and off. This yep. thing was has been steady ever since. We're right after kickoff. Yep. Yeah. You were down there when we started, and it kind of you know as it was a little lighter, and then it started picking up. You came up here, and it's been you know steady throughout, a little heavy at times. And we've seen that what they can do. Oh, yeah. On the turf. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when they started sliding around a little bit, like those old-fashioned slipping slides you used to put in the right. backyard. Right. Yeah. Well, we had the, had the bad snap on North Hall. That cost cost them a turnover to fourth down, but it cost them a, a fourth down on downs. Chesty got a – and they, Chesty had three chances inside the red zone to go down and get some points and just could not do it tonight. Couldn't, couldn't do it. I think your microphone's died, Gary. It is. Your yeah, mic has died. His mic has died. He's talk, kind of talking through mine. Now. Okay. Yeah. And so, you know, Chesity had several several chances tonight, uh, just couldn't stick it in the end zone. Yep. Yep. And, and as I said, credit North Hall for that. Yep. They stood yeah. it when they had to. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, uh, but that's one thing that, that uh, Chesity will need to work on is red zone offense. Sure. Well, they got a lot of things to work on, Ron. Thank you, Jody. Jody Kenny coming over and saying goodbye. And he uh, – Appreciate talk to you later tonight, Jody. Yep, he'll call in tonight and talk to Mike later this evening. And uh, I was going back to see if I had any scores here, Michael. I got one for you. Starting the fourth quarter, Walnut Grove has scored again. Starting the fourth quarter, it's 21-10, Walnut Grove over Cherokee Bluff right now. I, I hate to, that's a surprise yep. there. Playing so well yep, they have been playing really well. That's down at Walnut Grove, I believe. It so is, some, yep. yep. Well, this goes to show you, when you go on the road, it can be a tough night. Well, exactly. I mean, this game is always a close game, or seems like it is. Every now and then you'll have one-sided. And that, you know, 27 to nothing tonight was not necessarily a blowout game, obviously. It was 7 to nothing, and it finally got to 15 to nothing. And North Hall kind of had to struggle there. They struggled the first uh, two quarters anyway. Tomorrow, by the way, Gary mentioned about watching this thing on TV. Get a chance to see Georgia take on Vanderbilt from Nashville at 12 o'clock kickoff our time. And then tomorrow night at 7 p.m. on ESPN2, you can see Georgia State take on Marshall in Atlanta. We'll have it for you. You can turn their sound down and turn ours up in here. Dave Cohen bring you the play of the game like it should be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ball game's coming up tomorrow night. Have the Panther pregame show at 6.30. Kickoff will be at 7 o'clock right here on 97.5. I guarantee you it would be more informative to listen to to uh, Dave and Harper than it will be to listen to the ESPN guys. Well, so Harper, by the way, will not be with us tomorrow night. He he is out in Los Angeles. He has been inducted into his high school Hall of Fame this weekend. Congratulations, Harper. He may be listening to us out there on the West Coast this evening. Yeah, well, maybe. Well, he he listens to us a lot. He does. Congratulations, Harper, on the well-earned Maybe well earned, uh, if they have a thing. if they have a hall of also rands, I might make it at Cusa. <laughs> and Joe, give you an idea. Harper went to the same school as John uh, Carlos Stanton, uh-huh. the baseball player mm-hmm. with the New York Yankees. Went to the same school yep. at Los Angeles. I heard him talking to you last week about that. And that's that's pretty cool. Uh, Cedar Shoals still leads Madison County 33-15 in the fourth quarter. Buford trails Mill Creek 24-17. Uh, Wesleyan. Their lead's cut to one. Dawson County's only down 21 to 20 here late in the fourth quarter. Uh, up in uh, Tiger, 21 to 3. Elbert County on top of the Wildcats. 
Uh, Fannin County trying to make a game with North Murray. It's 28-21 North Murray. Uh, Gainesville, of course, uh, 49-7 on Habersham. North Oconee, 44-19 on top of East Forsyth late in that game. Hey, that shows you what television will do for that Buford game. No. We're, we're, com- we're completely done. They started an hour. An hour. Uh, half an hour half, before. Mm-hmm. And they're well, still playing. Still yeah, playing. That red, they got that red hat at their game. <laughs> well, look at this, guys. If, if Buford loses, what's going to happen with this is famous quarterback coming to Georgia next year, you know? Uh, you never can tell. He might be going to the transfer portal before he even gets there, I reckon. <laughs> you never can tell. This is as long as he doesn't wind up. All right. So exactly. Stay yeah. tuned. Coming up next, we'll finish out the hour with the very best in Southern Gospel music. And then coming up tomorrow morning, Ron, I'll start your day off at 9.05 with the Saturday morning sports show. We'll talk about high school baseball. Oh, high school. High school, Major League Baseball is going to be Major League Baseball. We'll talk about the playoffs, what's going on, getting ready for the World Series. We'll talk about college football, high school football, of course. We'll talk about a little NFL. Hope to talk with Dave Cohen, previewing the game tomorrow night with Georgia State and Marshall. A lot to talk about tomorrow morning at 9.05. You can go to our, I'll call it our Twitter site on X, at Team Glory Sports. You get a chance to see us work live in the studio with a live video stream tomorrow morning at 9.05. Then tomorrow night is college football starting at 6.30 with Georgia State going up against the Marshall thundering herd. They'll do it for us here for North Hall. Final score in the Battle of Highway 60. It goes to North Hall. Trojans 20. The Chester T. War Eagles by a final score of 27 nothing. The final score. North Hall 27 Chester T. Nothing for the entire sports team. At 97.5 Glory FM for producer Nathan Laddie. For Ron Poole, Gary Glenn, and Joe Gailey, I'm Mike Warford. Thanks for being with us here on 97.5 Glory FM, your radio station for North Georgia sports. Good night, everybody. This has been Friday Night Football in North Georgia. Tonight's game is brought to you by Conditioned Air Systems, NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine, Jackson EMC, Duplicating Products, Riverside Pharmacy, EMC Security, Siphon Logistics, Autry's Ace Hardware, North Hall Tire and Wheel, Representative Lee Hawkins, and by Millie's Drapery and Decorating, Join us next week for more great football action on Friday Night Football in North Georgia. This has been a sports presentation of 97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ Radio.